Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Please delete if appropriate. I'm Florence Ion, and this is the Material Podcast. That sounded that sounded a little bit spooky. That was exciting. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is episode 407. Um, I just would like to also introduce Andy and Nako first before I even continue talking anymore. Hello, Andy. Hello. Thank you all for inviting me into your homes, offices, and cars. We're going to have a fine time together. I told Andy that this show would be a little unhinged because I am hosting this week. Andy, you have so kindly hosted the last couple of weeks, and even last week you hosted a solo. So really have to thank you for that. Um, I have been writing about Apple all day. So as you can imagine, my brain is a little fried. (laughs) You know, I was kind of lamenting to Andy about this on Slack earlier today about the code switching that has to happen when you're covering a different platform. (laughs) And it's hard. (laughs) It's hard to just jump between them. It is because sometimes you get this... you, you try to you try so hard to maintain like a neutral mindset like not and not to make judgments that are kind of in the moment and unfair and so when you get to and sometimes you have to kind of monitor yourself and realize that oh mm-hmm. i don't think this is a piece of crap because it's ba- it's badly made and poorly laid out i'm just really confused right now because i just came off of 4 hours of trying to like codify and document uh, something else entirely that's kind of similar to this made by made by Google for something else I'm working on, and now I'm just a little bit confused. This sounds like a good time for me. This, this, this is why this is why I leave the scene of the crime like after finishing like any if if I have to have, even if I have to write like four or five things in one day, I kind of have to leave the scene of the crime and like okay mm-hmm. I'm I I don't I don't I would much rather have only thirty eight minutes to finish this next thing instead of a full hour, but. I am going to step outside. <laughs> I am going to turn on my, I'm going to cl- close my eyes and turn myself around 10 times, cross my, cross my fingers, spit three times on the sidewalk, spin around same number of times, the opposite direction, and then go back upstairs and whatever, whatever, you know, whatever bad hooju that I, that I built up <laughs> in the last three hours of work. I'm not, I can now like shake that etch a sketch uh, and, 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 and increase my, increase my, my happiness. I got to say, my steps aren't as bad as I thought. I thought it would be in the 800 step zone. There were about 1458. I think that was the walking back and forth between my office and the living room to like bring my photography equipment and like all the stuff that I needed because I used the living room today as a set. Uh, I don't want to tell y'all what I'm working on because because I, I don't want to be that descriptive. But right. But definitely... The things that are great about the Apple ecosystem are sometimes the things that also get on my nerves. For (laughs) instance, the forced updates. (laughs) It's just like, it's like, all right, I'm going to test this thing. And then it's like, "Mm, sorry, updating, updating in the background actually right now. Sorry. You cannot play music to this device currently because we are doing a software update in the background that you did not do three weeks ago when we originally debuted this. So we're doing it now. It's like, okay, were I somebody else, I would really appreciate this kind of, you know, forethought. <laughs> but I am me, Florence Ion, and therefore I want to be able to tell 
things when they should do them. If I want to yes. hold off on an update, darn it, I'm going to hold off on an update. It's a, it, Sometimes you can actually hear the software, the hardware saying, gosh, Flow, that, that really sounds like a Flow problem, not like a Macintosh Pro problem. You, you see my perspective here, and you, you see how I might resent you putting yourself in the spotlight <sighs> as usual, ignoring the fact that I, as an inanimate object that costs $3,000, have emotional needs as well. Thank God it doesn't cost $3,000 when I'm covering, but oh my goodness. Uh, so I've had quite a day, <laughs> folks and gents, um, but not to worry because whatever Google News did happen this week, which we are going to talk about on the podcast today, I had a chance to cover <laughs> because it seems that we're we're actually having some news <laughs> that we can use. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> you're you're very it's it's been a long 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 day. I had see I I'm there there're two different kinds of like these kinds of work days. I fortunately had like the opposite kind where I was like busy for like all day long like since like 9 a.m. And mm -hmm. it, but it was all, and it was, it was all hard work, but it was all the sort of work that I was enjoying doing. And like, it leaves me, it leaves me at the end of the day thinking that, okay, I got a lot of stuff done. I really learned a whole lot of stuff. I got me, I was, it's, it's, it's like, it's uh, the, the brain sometimes uh, you, you get, you get dopamine from like working out your muscles. And sometimes you get the same thing where it's like, okay, I used my, I used my brain uh, creatively, competitively and efficiently. And now it's basically allowing me to not think that I'm a total piece of crap. So, so yeah, I'm kind of enjoying that. And but then, but I've also had the sort of days where it's like, yeah, it's like you, you really like you like uh, in, in like I don't know if movies are still like this, but the scenes in like the in the '90s action movies where like the fight or the car chase goes through some sort of a highly heavy industrial factory, yes. but all they seem to manufacture is clouds of smoke and like torrents of sparks. Sometimes the workday is like that. It's like all I did was make smoke, <laughs> makes throw a lot of sparks. Did not actually like get any cars out the out the door <sighs> like, uh, damn it yeah it's it's just such a double-edged sword for me with covering apple because um because everything that i write about apple i am also researching at the same time while writing because mm -hmm. this is not a platform that i'm living with day to day even though Thanks, Apple, for sending me all this review hardware. Uh, you know, it is nice to be able to have, like, the experience with it. But, you know, I don't want to, like, rush through it. Right. I don't want to come at it solely as an Android user forever. I want to... I want to be somebody who, you know, is researching these things and understanding, like, what the community yeah. feels. And so it's but hard because it's like... I got things to file, but also like I really need to read into what people are saying about this lack of feature. And I can't read it from my people because I know what my people think like. So I need to actually like, you know, go sleuth on the Internet and find out where these people are hanging out. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> no, that's 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 great, and that's why that's why like you're great. Like I, so, so today I'm, I'm oh because I'm doing the actual job of a journalist. Yeah, yes. exa- well, exactly. I mean, I hate to, I, I, I don't want to journalist. I don't want to put it that way, way, but it's like okay. So, but but so here's uh, this is on my mind because there's a video that I saw, video review that I saw uh, of a very very popular tech channel just like okay. a few hours ago. And they were reviewing a product that I'm actually very interested in, and it's actually an Android product. It's the it's Sony's like new 2023 line of personal uh-huh. music players, and they have a $300 one, which is teeny teeny tiny, about the size of a credit card. It's like the it's kind of like the one that I bought like three years ago, uh, and they have like the big like audiophile one that costs a thousand dollars, and God love them, they're they're wonderful, they're great, they're great people, but clearly like. The person, the people that they gave to the, these two to review, have no idea what the purpose of this device is, and rather than do like what you're just describing, saying that oh well, actually, I get all my music through my phone, and so I don't really have a use for this. Maybe we should find somebody in the a find something someone in the organization who also has their maintains their own music library. Like I know that there are a lot of people in this building who have their own Plex server. So perhaps they could review it or we'll find like mm-hmm. an audiophile person who will appreciate that. This is these, that these two devices have higher end DACs mm-hmm. and audio components than what would be in a phone or, Oh gosh, we failed to both find both. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to have to just go and educate myself and try to learn like why people, why certain people like these things, but they did, they did none of those three things. And so they did. They did their best, but it was like I just don't see like the the value proposition in this. Like, why not just like why not just like put it on your phone? And if you want a dedicated device, I can understand maybe won't have a dedicated device, but why not just like buy an Android phone and like keep it in airplane airline airplane <laughs> mode? And again, if were I were I like fourteen years old and the audience of uh, people who like immediately has to like jump onto a YouTube channels like uh, comments to like say dear sir clearly you don't have you know understanding your appreciation blah, blah, blah. Here, here's exactly why that wouldn't work for me thank you it's it's like yeah and the, it's yeah it's it's disappointing when you see that oh these are not dumb people who are doing this but they didn't you know they 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 didn't like find that that final key that is like here is what my job entails and I am not capable of doing this job. That, that doesn't mean that you're a loser or that you're a bad person. It means that just like if if I were given like a $180,000 sports car to review, like that would cause – I would enjoy I would enjoy it, but it would give me a lot of problems because to me, a car is an appliance. So I would be basically hitting up all of my friends who are real car nuts mm-hmm. and doing the test drives with them and getting their opinions of, of, of these things and at least filtering it through. Like I had other people try to explain it to me. Here's what, here's what a layman, I can tell you about what a layman would look like, but, but here's what someone who actually owns a $200,000 car thinks about this. It's like, I don't, I just don't get it. I mean, for $280,000, like you can buy like three regular cars and, or you can just like buy one car and have the down payment for a house. And I don't know why like, okay. I would say one hundred eighty thousand dollars. By the way, are three really nice cars. That's like sixty really k nice each. Cars. Those are yeah. ni- those are those are German made or like really high end, uh, like Honda racing. Anyway, clearly I've been. By the way, I got a Consumer Reports um, membership recently, so I have actually been reading car reviews <laughs> <laughs> to to again. To learn, because I have not researched cars since I bought one 15 years ago, <laughs> right? So I got to learn. 
what's out there. That's how you keep your mind going. But I do agree with you about that feeling of just like, I've just been lighting up sparks everywhere all day and it feels like I didn't do anything, but (laughs) I had to remind myself the other day. And I want to remind anybody else out there who's listening that, uh, Work is work. Like, just because you're sitting at a desk doesn't mean that you're not working. That's why it's still so energy sucking, you know? Like, that's why at the end of the day, you just, like, want to sleep. Um, And I had to remind myself of this the other day because I got off work and I didn't do anything except go to CVS and buy candy. Yes, I did. Because remember, my Orthodox, my Easter is this weekend. So I did what all, you know, good money (laughs) pinchers want to do, which is go get it for 50% off. Um, And I was like, wow, I didn't like do anything today. It's like, oh, wait a minute. (laughs) I work today. It's Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Don't be so hard on yourself, Flo. Yeah. And company listening to us talk right now. So I'll, I'll so I'll tell you what my haul was at Mal, at Walgreens on Monday. So I got yes, okay. uh, I, I got the individually wrapped little Hershey's uh, chocolate uh, hot chocolate eggs, fifty percent off. Uh, I, th- okay. I, th- I think that was the one pound bag. Uh, mm-hmm. this, this this is like two days ago Monday. Still have some of those left. I got mm-hmm. the uh, Whitman's uh, chocolate bunny. Uh, no, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm sorry. No, the the Russell Stover uh, chocolate okay. bunny, the, the the solid one that's like kind of like only half it's like mm-hmm. flat and like because you, you kind of you know you this is not a you real don't bunny. like the hollow ones i've i don't see i got i was thinking about this actually while i was standing in that in a candy aisle not that there was a philosophical thing it's like do you i i decided that i like solid eggs because you get that thick like clunk of like biting through okay. like a thick layer of chocolate of oh, i'm sorry they the I'm oh, sorry. Other, other other way around. It's like, well, see, see, I could go either way. I like I, I like if if uh, if I have the uh, I, I like the I like this the solid bunnies because it's f- it's fun to bite off the ears, okay, and like work yes, your way and work is. your way down. It is. It and, is. And and the thing is, like, <laughs> if it's hollow, at some point, like it breaks apart and it's no longer shaped like anything. The eggs are fun for to be hollow because that way you can get this huge freaking egg that's. Bear, not, that, that's not a whole lot of chocolate, but it's fun to have this big freaking egg. And sometimes they put things inside the big freaking egg, mm-hmm. like caramel, or, or toys, or toys exactly. <laughs> uh, and that and that's also fun. So yeah, I would just I'll I'll, I'll take almost almost anything. I, I did I did not have any peeps because I did like buy like a three pack of peeps like a month ago and reminded myself that. I don't really enjoy just eating yeah. a mouthful of solid sugar. It's there's yeah. no flavor except for the sugar, uh, and uh, and uh, uh, and the third thing. Oh, and the, and at the at the impulse buy counter, they had like Reese's uh, peanut butter eggs like half off. So I got one of those mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. the essential. So all I have left, <laughs> to, like seventy two hours later, are most of the Hershey's eggs. Yeah, I can't give away my haul because the oh, Easter basket receivers may be listening. Of but course. I will say that I also bought a lot of the Reese's Easter collection. You see, for those who are from outside the United States, it is a tradition here in the United States to get a peanut butter filled either egg <laughs> or bunny shaped chocolate or just anything from the Reese's variety that has the signature 
Can I call it a mealy peanut butter? I feel like it's kind of a yeah, mealy peanut like a, butter, it's right? It's like a gritty sort mm-hmm. of grittier. It's not chunky style. It's like gritty style. Uh huh. Yeah. It's it. It's all part of the experience. Right. Uh, the key is to not get one that's melted. That's that's why they don't. They're not good. Yes. Stop putting peanut butter cups into the eggs, please. Because like. You know, when you put it into the eggs for the kids to go look, and the eggs are usually in the sun. Oh, oh, so by the time the kid gets to it, you know, all that chocolate is melted. And really, I should have bought jelly beans. Yeah. Why did also, I buy so much chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> I should have bought jelly beans. <laughs> well, would have been better for the, Mona, too. Yeah. You're, you see, you're <laughs> the one who's going to have to like deal with a, a sugar jacked up kid. <laughs> oh, she was already. We, we let her take advantage of the. The Christian Easter, I mean, uh, right. whatever, Orthodox East Christian, but we let her, we took her to an egg hunt uh, on Sunday. And I, Andy, I know you saw the Instagram stories yes. because I, I saw you on there. Um, Andy is on adorable. my close friends list. Thank okay. You she was methodical. She was really like calculating, taking her time. Yeah. She was, she was weaving around like both. Her, both me and her dad uh, gave her a pep talk beforehand. I told her, I said, don't freak out if people push you. This is really competitive. Like, just, just let it, just brush it off. Don't worry about it. And, you know, Eric was kind of explaining to her, like, the point of the game is to put as many eggs as you can into your basket. (laughs) So, yeah, this is, this is why stuff like this is fun, really. (laughs) I I so admire the people who. Uh, who do a good job of organizing those things because having like occasionally like uh, I've, I've babysat my nieces and nephews. That's fine. But I've, I've occasionally, because I have nieces and nephews, I have occasionally been the, the, the guest speaker at like their middle schools to talk about science and technology and STEM and those Mm -hmm. kind of things. And I am, I I have, I have given talks to a thousand people, like a a room full of a thousand people. Mm -hmm. I have interviewed Jeff Bezos. I have interviewed the, the, the CEO of Asus, not a single tinge of, 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 of nervousness or anything like that. Stepping out in front of a class of 18, uh, like nine and 10 year olds, there is the palpable sense of being in front of a dam that is just barely holding back a million gallons of water and that the slightest vibration that dam is going to break and set off this class this classroom of polite attentive little children and turn them into a dozen and a half dervishes that are bouncing off of floors wall and ceiling and i can't imagine what it's like when it's like you take that that natural energy that's present even inside a classroom Mm -hmm. where they're going to be punished for like acting out and you say okay here is a soccer field everybody just go nuts (laughs) go go nuts and by the way there are there are things out there that are free for the taking but not if people take them someone else takes them before you do go nuts (laughs) and there's there's no ambulances necessary that that that's an impressive amount of organization for me i know it's yeah Anyway, second Easter, I get to I get to have two Easter's. Yay me! Yes, I've, I've, I've I'm eating I've, all the candy, folks. Of, by the way, course. I've been I've well, been eating yeah. out of the bag. So for for me for for people who don't who have never who don't have or didn't grow up with like two Easter's, it's like it's not as though it's 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 you're, you're going to be disappointed, or at least for, for my story, you're going to be disappointed because there is like the the Catholic Easter, 
we would have like traditionally which is hey look here's a here's a easter bag here's a, a basket of easter candy and hey look there's like a really nice uh, really nice like sunday dinner and maybe mm-hmm. like grandma uh used her she had a cake pan in the shape of a lamb and not like a like a cookie cutter lamb. Yes. i'm saying it's like a two-parter yes. thing where you bake them in halves <laughs> and then boom, boom together and boom you got mm-hmm. a lamb and then you then she would go nuts with a with a cake decor the white tip on the the flower tip on the accent to make like the fur it's a hoot nanny but then there but but then there'd be the orthodox then there there'd be the the, the russian easter the, the russian orthodox easter mm-hmm. which is not which is not like somber and critical it's like hey you no know, we're going to we're going to have pierogies again potato dumplings we're going to have uh kielbasa cold kielbasa well it is somber because for us we would go at midnight the night that jesus is supposed to like rise mm-hmm. and we would we'd be like Ugh, it's like a whole thing. Yeah. I, I don't I don't want to get fully into it, but <laughs> I remember it being more somber. Yeah. <laughs> At least the night before, uh, when we have to go to the church and light the candles and walk around and sing Alleluia and Oh boy. It's I listen, you know what I've got going through my mind right now? A video I saw earlier today of a uh, firecracker laden like dove in a Catholic church that gets let go. And uh, it, this was on Easter. It got let go. It flies out, but then it returns back. <laughs> I'm still I'm still hung up on firecracker laden, like an actual living dove with firecrackers. No, tied to no, it, no, no, no. It was oh, a okay. firecracker. It was an actual firework. I should oh, say. Okay. Like, it, I was, was, it was a was, fake. Okay. It was one of those returning firecrackers, but it was, (laughs) oh boy, it was just absolutely wild, Andy. It was unlike something I've ever seen in a Catholic church before. And that's that's a church with a lot of gold. (laughs) So I'm, you know, I'm really, really surprised because I, you know, I, 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 it's possible that like when I was growing up, but when I was a tiny, tiny little kid, like my parish was like the, like the, had the first generation of priests who themselves had grown up like under Vatican two, like they themselves, even as kids, mm-hmm. they'd never been, they'd never been to a Latin mass. Mm-hmm. And, but even then they, I don't think they would ever suggest it. You know what the, you know what the, you know what the, you know what the consecration of the Eucharist needs? Pyro. Get, get some, right. zen, get, get, a, get a Y. <laughs> oh yes. I know that you usually have that altar boy just like tiny, uh. sit, quietly ring that little bell from, from, from behind the altar. But again, we want popcorn, popcorn fireworks illuminating both sides. <laughs> Such a spectacle. You don't Such want to distract spectacle. from the liturgy. That's all I'm saying. I don't want. I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't want to be a nudge. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like this is a good time as any to let everybody know what we're going to be talking about on the show in this episode number four hundred seven. Um, in case you weren't paying attention, the Android fourteen public beta is out, folks. I am updating it right now on my Pixel. F- oh, oh, it came through hey. on the Pixel five. Oh wait, no, 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 no. I got to restart it. Okay. <laughs> While we take the break, it's going to restart. So before we get to that break, I also have to tell you that we're also going to talk about what Google is also very good at, which <laughs> is killing things. That's right. Yeah. It's removing support for some things you probably maybe have in your home right now. So stay tuned. Listen, be be enraged. We'll make space for you here. It's it's actually quite appropriate that these these. Google products died so that the Android 14 public beta could live. 
and in mm-hmm. doing so redeemed all phones from September onward. That was beautiful. Okay, be right back. Well, the good news is while we took that really quick little break, my Pixel 5 actually updated to Android 14 beta 1. So there we go. I'm on the beta. Good good for Flo's phone. <laughs> I still have to use it. Um this so we've talked about this before. Android 14 is not it's not going to be this like big grandstanding new version of the operating system. It really is just going to be refinements um more I would say airing more on the side of usability than the version before it, mm-hmm. at least according to some things that we were reading today in the Android developers blog. So with every update for Android 14, we have a little blog post that goes out and then, you know, Dave Burke tells us like what's new in that version of Android. Well, the public beta one is actually kind of slim, <laughs> I have to say, mm-hmm. even compared to developer previews. Uh, Pretty much the most user-facing thing, I would say, at this point, is the new uh, share menu. Yeah, that's one of the marquee things that, uh, and, and in terms of things that are going to be really, really visible and hopefully solve a problem, that's the thing that keeps coming up. Yeah, I think, so basically what this is going to do, and I tried to explain this at uh, the article I wrote for Gizmodo, so if you want to go check that out, just kind of uh, think about it this way. You're inside an app. Apps right now, like Instagram, they let you choose certain actions when you go into the share sheet. So do you want to share this to the story? Do you want to share this to a reel? Do you want to share this to a post? Think about that for all the other apps that you have installed on your Android device. So your email app will, you know, give you two contacts who are you are constantly sending emails to. Um, you know, maybe I'm trying to think about like, uh, I don't know, TikTok, right? It'll <laughs> let you DM a certain person, you know, something that you found. Uh, I'm excited for this just because, like, finally, Android is really streamlining this menu. Um, I'm already seeing some of the footprints of it now yeah. in uh, what we have in some of the Google apps because the Google apps in Android 13 have actually adopted some of this. So you can usually tell by how nicely laid out the share menu is. But uh, this will just ensure more developers get on board and make those actions available. Yeah. So it's, it is it is pretty cool, uh, A, because it means that all the work that a lot of these individual developers like Instagram do to like, oh, damn it, the standard share sheet doesn't do the job for us. We're going to have to create a custom mm-hmm. share sheet for this. Essentially, they're trying to make a framework so that anybody could add like app-specific share actions and do their own little bit of customization without having to do their entire share sheet, which also means that less chance that one of these apps will create a share sheet that breaks a certain device or breaks a certain future mm-hmm. version of Android. And it's another it's it's another example of um, the. Uh, Google has Google has done a really great job of taking what years ago was an absolute drawback of Android, the, f- the fragmentation of the platform, the idea that that if Google releases a new version of Android and then all the OEMs who make phones might build a version of it for their phone and release it in six months, might be a year, might be never. Uh, and so as a response to this problem, they started as much as practically possible taking certain f- 
things that you would think are part of the operating system and actually making them modules or apps that can be deployed through the through the play store and apparently this new share sheet system is being deployed through this through the uh through the google play store so it's not so even if you even if you have even if you have to wait a year maybe to get uh android 14 maybe you will be apps that have uh, that take advantage of this new share sheet system will be able to work on your phone because you grab because it grabbed an, a, a google update through the play store yeah and just kind of like looking through the release notes now i haven't time to i haven't had time to fully dive into the release notes just yet because as i said today i was working on apple stuff um but i will say i will say before like we move on to the next feature uh, regarding share sheets what you see in the developer overview looks so much more how shall i say um like i'm less uh overwhelmed by it the way that i am like on ios okay yeah i i've been trying to use the share sheet on ios and it's just like ah i don't know <laughs> it's it's so it's it can <sighs> be weird it's like uh, I, I, I mean, I've been a Macintosh uh, and uh, iOS like primary guy like for for years and years and years before I switched to Android. And even so, there are so I, I feel as though I understand the philosophy of like how Apple does things. And yet, the right. number of times where it's like, "Hey, wow, that's a great picture. I think I'll edit it in Snapseed." Okay, share, and then okay, it's uh, on my on my iPad Pro. It's like okay, so it's offering to let me. Uh, attach it to an email in Outlook, uh, post it to Instagram or <laughs> yes. Twitter, uh, open, convert it into a PDF, uh, turn it into ASCII art with this other. Why aren't you? Why, why aren't you letting me share it into like the th- three of my photo editors that I want to actually use? It is actually a photo. It's a JPEG and everything. And I'm just like, it's it's almost like I almost I'm okay with you not letting me do that. I just want you to explain to me why that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. That seems like an obvious uh, – Apple is usually very, very good at when there's something that is obviously a pain in the neck. Eventually, they'll get around to fixing it. They're they're mm-hmm. they're they're okay that way. But it's like, oh, man, what's – it's, it's a sort of feature <laughs> feature hiccup where I feel like I'm stupid that I don't know – I don't know how to use this feature because obviously – Obviously, if I were using, if I had set this up correctly, it would absolutely be right in there. All right. Well, moving on from that, we also have some new customization options with the, I guess the per app language settings are going to be more robust so that uh, the system will be able to, basically you'll be able to switch between languages more seamlessly than yeah, it's, it's, you would hope. It's such a simple <laughs> thing that seems so obvious that like normally when you choose uh, like uh, language and like geographic like uh, localization, like uh-huh. it's, of course it applies to everything. And so I'm I, I want this to be uh, select language is Chinese, and so now everything is Chinese and every app is Chinese because it says hey what language are we, what nationality are we are we in here? It's Chinese, but maybe but for a lot of people like. Uh, uh, your 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 grandparents are live in mainland China. You and the you were born uh, you were born in the United States of of uh, uh, of of you know of of English speaking <laughs> English speaking Chinese parents. And so the only time you actually want a Chinese Android phone experience is when you're using like the WeChat app, which is the app that like you use to like speak to your grandparents back in China. And so for that stuff, yes, please. So you can set it so that. 
localization will switch to China whenever that app is the foreground app. They also do some things where like you can uh, like if you can you can stick to like US English, but I want to I want the standard the standardization for uh, weights and measures to be metric instead of imperial. And lots of little things like this. And it seems it just seems like nice little things that don't necessarily affect the majority of users, but the people that are going to benefit from this are going to be like, hallelujah, this is, this is, this is wonderful. This is something I've been wanting for quite a while. See, I wish I had regional preferences when I went to Canada, because as much as it was fun to finally learn some things about the metric system, I didn't want to have to learn by like driving behind the wheel because Android Auto was telling me all this stuff about kilometers and and meters. And I was like, oh, that's right. This is not in miles and feet. Oh, my God. I have to like learn all this stuff on a on the fly. Um, and it's not that it was, you know, dire. I, I wasn't in a dire situation, but I would have had more of an understanding of like the distance that was coming up yeah. when I was turning if I, if it was told to me in the imperial measurements. And so I like to be able to, I like that I'll be able to do that going forward. Um, yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. I'm <laughs> just thinking about going to Europe. <laughs> like, yes, everything's in miles. Um, the, of course, this Android 14 is going to be very focused on all the improvements that the Android dev team has added for all the different configurable screen sizes. We already see foldables are kind of blowing up overseas with all these uh, lesser known brands coming yeah. out with their own versions of flips and folds. So I think we're, you know, we've got an operating system that's kind of ready to handle this and that's really promising. And that's kind of, you know, one of the reasons that, I want to stick with this because, you know, earlier tonight I was looking at the podcast notes. I was really tired. I told Andy I needed to be a potato for a little bit. <laughs> and um, I went and I was a potato. I, I hung out with my kid while I was a potato, but I was able to, I saw Andy's little Slack pop up and then I opened up my little tablet <laughs> and then I read the notes on the tablet and I was just like, oh yeah, that's right. That's why I really like this form factor. Yeah. I'm so I'm so glad that Google's doing all that work where uh, they're they're doing a lot of work to support folding screens and devices with multiple screens. I think so that when the time finally comes when uh, Samsung and any other manufacturer of uh, of folding screens can can provide the can, can provide them inexpensively enough that now they're actually no longer $2,000 phones. They're mm -hmm, now just mm -hmm. sort of normal premium phones, like thousand, like thousand dollar phones. Mm -hmm. Now they'll, they'll be ready for that. They won't have to, the, the people who are, the people who are trying to choose between a thousand dollars for something that folds or a thousand dollars for the absolute top of the line, normal phone <laughs> that, that, that these other, make, these other makers have is like, well, but actually we've been, you, you don't, you don't have to beta test folding, folding version of Android for us. We've actually had this going for four years now. And now they're actually almost 11 apps from third-party stores that actually support it that's always the problem yeah. getting 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 third parties to support things but then actually they don't have to they just have to write their app that says oh by the way don't 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 write your app to expect to be on one screen or to expect the size of the screen to not change we'll handle it but just please 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 don't make us look like fools here i'm going to be really curious if some of the apps that because when samsung launched the z fold 4 last year they were like oh we had all these apps 
partners that we worked with to make sure that it works with our foldable. And that was one of the reasons that the experience was so smooth for me while I was reviewing it and and still is. I'm very curious if that's going to translate over to the general Android 14 source code. Yeah. We shall see. I also, by the way, am really curious how this is going to translate over to just like a standard tablet. Yeah. Because, Andy, this is apparently going to be the year of the tablet comeback (laughs) for Android. I don't know. Stuff keeps flying through the FCC. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I just kind of feel like this is something we have to pay attention to again. And if they haven't figured it out by now, will they ever figure it out? It's, it's see, well, see, that's the problem when you're, when you're trying to launch this groundbreaking product, the idea of a tablet computer, uh, that costs, I don't know, anywhere from 300 to a thousand dollars that can be mobile, but also productive at the same time. They don't have anybody they can cheat off of because again, they're, they're going, they're going into un, un, untrammeled territory. No, of course not. It's, 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 they can just rip, just steal, just steal the iPad, steal it blind, and and start off by like creating an operating system and support for developers so that we're going to give you an option other than just simply stretching the size of your phone app to the size of a huge tablet screen. We're actually going oh to put God. some thought into how how this, oh how God. the UI should scale and change for this. Do you remember the Nexus 9? Because that yeah. tablet was so big, right? It was like that it was 9 inches and I remember the absurdity of the apps and how they would like stretch because it was fine yep. on the Nexus Seven, like the app the app stretching wasn't so bad on like the smaller tablets, yep. but once we got to the really big screens, it was Good this is absurd. Yeah, and they, they this is absurd. It's, that, that was that was just terrible, and it's and it <laughs> and the, and the thing is like I wish that Google had when we come back from the, from the break, we'll be talking about some canceled products and canceled strategies, mm-hmm. but it's like, this is going to be on everybody's mind. How, how matter, no matter how cool, uh, like the pixel tablet is, it's going to be how many years do I get to use this before Google decides that, that, oh. that we have, we have five For more strategies to test out after this one. And so en- enjoy the, the 14 months in which we will actually be updating this with live updates. Uh. Okay, that's a fun foreshadowing. Well, I suppose we should get through this so that we can get to that point. Um, I do want to bring up the gestures. So Mm. I have not switched over to gestures on the Pixel because I don't play that way. I love the, back, the navigation bar. Swip, swiping for the net, for the back, uh, like mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 back gesture that uh, instead of the back button. So you like to have the button, right? Well. Yes, the navigation buttons, because now when you set up an Android phone, it says, would you like to uh, switch to gestures? And then I'm always like, no, I want navigation (laughs) buttons. But uh, what Google, I think, is going to do is they're going to work on having more um, breadcrumbs, I want to call them. Yeah. Breadcrumbs for the UI so that you kind of understand like where you're moving in the screen. Because that was really one of the... And I still have this problem, by the way, with iOS, because iOS is very gesture based. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time like understanding, oh, where am I going? And it's because my brain, I'm, you know, I'm so used to having that physical bar of the three buttons on Android. Like that's. It was a, it was a transition for me too. Right. When I, first time. Oh, you don't use buttons? No, no. I turned them, I turned them off. This this is what I do every time there's like a major change in a UI, like uh, the. that's brave. Where I will say I will get I will give it an honest chance, 
And when it gets to the point where I feel like the change is impeding my ability to get things done and I just want to get things done, I'll turn it off. And maybe if I had a good enough experience, I'll turn them back on again. But if I didn't, they'll like the, the, that feature will stay off. I'll continue to do things the old way. And I don't, I don't know why, but, uh, gestures just kind of worked for me. It was a little bit confusing at first and I can absolutely see why they decided to fine tune the user experience with this here because there was still a lot of people that the, the problem is that uh when you when you swipe to when you use the swipe the, the gesture the swipe gesture to go back sometimes it's you're confused as to well i'm where am i going back to and sometimes you swiped you think that you're going back to a main menu or a central thing and then like the app disappears and you you're at the home screen because you actually like backed all the way out of the app and you and you closed mm-hmm. it so now so now apparently i've, I've only seen they they start previewing this to developers, uh, I think at the end of the year, and so now like when you use that gesture, it'll actually give you a live preview of here is where you're going to be backing into, and so if you complete this gesture, that's where you'll be. If you don't want to be there, don't complete this gesture. And by the way, here's a material design green circle with an arrow on it, just to remind you that you're you're not doing app switching here. You're actually going backward. Yeah, it's like the floating action button, but it's not an action button. It's that confused that, that confused me a little bit because I thought when I saw because yeah. when I when I was looking at screenshots I thought oh that that's a that's a material design floating button I bet I t- no I don't tap that it just <laughs> a fab as they call it yes the fab uh, okay and I guess let's just uh, listen there's like there's a lot of stuff that I need to read <laughs> and I I really do want to give you dear listener like a full breakdown of Android 14 but. There's a lot that I need to read. Yeah. Uh, I need to go through Michelle Raman's uh, pieces. I need to go read what Android Police and XDA have been writing. Like I'm very looking into that. But one thing I can tell you is that um, Google is going to make it hard for any malicious apps out there that want to abuse Android's accessibility features. Yay. And this was a really sucky thing to have happen, right? Because yeah. the accessibility features were there to help people access the interface, the operating system. But there were the nefarious bunch out there who were like, ooh, it's a back door. Let's use the back door to steal you mean, people's you mean that You mean that there's a feature that's designed so that hackers could, obs- could observe everything going on on the screen and take over the user interface and click buttons without the person? Oh, well, thank you, Google. Like, no, they actually did all this work to make this phone usable for the entire breadth of humanity, not just, uh, and not exclude people who have dexterity problems. Like, but Hey, if you want to be jerks and totally, you know, abuse that idiots got idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got an idiot. Um, last thing, it might be a little harder to install really old apps. So if you've got some aging Android phones out there, don't upgrade them to Android 14. <laughs> Just flash something on. This is something that I, I am thinking about. Like, what is it going to be like? Because, you know, it's been really hard. It's very hard to emulate the old internet because the new internet is so different yeah. than what we had 20 years ago. And that's the way technology is supposed to work. But, you know, it's a bummer for nostalgia purposes, right? And like, not- and not only that, but sometimes you have like a, a universal remote hardware or like oh, appliances yeah, or true. stuff like that, that the company folded like five years ago 
uh, and that was and you bought the, oh, yeah. the bought thing like eight or nine or ten years ago, but it still works fine. And hey, the the app that is, is the app is no longer in the Play Store, but it's still on your phone, or you're able to whatever, or or still on the Play Store. So hey, it's a ten year old app, but you can still run it. There, so apparently, and this is something I didn't know. A lot of like people who write malicious software will. Uh, when you, when you compile your app, you basically tell the compiler, "Here's what here's the version of Android that I'm I'm compiling this towards," and mm-hmm. obviously people would want, oh, get, oh, I want to compile this for the latest to run on the latest version of Android. You can actually say like, "Oh, actually, I want this to be on Android six, and it will still be forward compatible." But as a result of being an ancient a quote ancient unquote app, it can apparently can slide underneath some of the security barricades because. Modern Android will say, "Oh, damn! This is one of those like uh, Obama era apps, and it's not going to. It's and, and if I and if I give it this app protection, it's not going to run at all because we totally changed the file system." Okay, guess what? Sure, take a look at the clipboard all you want. I'm going to old timer. Thank you for your service. Obama era was a while ago. Everyone, that was remember that was the McBling era. Mm. Okay, we've come a long way since then. <laughs> Uh, should we take a little break before we um, talk about some heartbreaking things? I think we should. Well, unlike the men that have been canceled, Google is not going to be making a comeback with this hardware that they've killed. <laughs> well, at <laughs> I least really tried with that one. But yes. I, I, you know, I can see the effort on your face. Listeners, I'm, I'm sorry mm. that you can't see that. As as we as we try to sometimes get through recording, you can see that where our, our hearts are in the right place. If we were doing video streaming, you would see that you know what that the the that Andy just used the front half of one sentence and then the back half of a sentence that he was probably intending to say about three minutes after that. But he was focused. He was definitely he wasn't distracted while he did that. Uh, like I said, I was trying to call out the fact that you know. <clears throat> <laughs> somebody gets canceled, they still can go on tour and. Sp- spat out the awful things that they spat out anyway uh well in google's case when they cancel things they cancel them for good they're not making comebacks you cannot pay 250 a ticket to go be complicit in it um instead you could just watch as things in your house rot and become unusable like i am with right now with the lenovo smart displays that are peppered throughout my home I have, I have, I have one in the kitchen. It is looking lonely and lost and forlorn. And I wait. Which size do you have? I think I have the smaller of the two. Not the, the seven. Okay, yeah. okay. Yes, I have the ten. Can I tell you too? This is not related to this, but it is related. Um, the Lenovo Smart Display. A couple of days ago, before I even covered this story, the audio stopped working, so I can no longer hear google's response or (laughs) play any music from it i went and i searched in some forums and this is apparently an issue that has befallen this device uh but we're at the point now in its life cycle where there's absolutely no point for me to even try and fix this thing so uh this is it's now just a visual it's just the clock yes it's just a clock where I can ask Google the weather but I have to stare at it (laughs) 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 to see what the weather is Um, And then when I saw this news, I was like, what is going on? This is like really upsetting. So Google has stopped making software updates for third-party smart displays, as we teased. This is not just the Lenovo ones, but also, I don't know if y'all remember, back at CES 2018, Google actually had JBL and LG uh, smart displays that were at their booth. And um, 
you know, they, 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 they had a, also... that, that was part of their smart home strategy. Mm-hmm. They were like, mm-hmm. we're going to have mm-hmm. we're going to have this operating system, or was it an operating system? Android thing. What, they Android called it. An, they call it Android things. I don't know whether it was there because they were running. I, I I honestly forget if if it was actually running Android or if it was wearing or if it was just running something that was a very slimmed down compatible Android thing for it. But it's like, hey, it's going to be, and now third parties can use Android things to build their own smart displays. And hey, we were excited about our three partners, and like, ah, turns out that that strategy was. Not linear. It was it 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 brick walled apparently. Okay, but here's the frustrating part is that they didn't even come out and say this in a blog post yeah. the way that they introduced Android 14. Instead, what they did is they put a caveat in a support <laughs> article for none other than Google Duo, <laughs> which is also another killed so, thing. So, by the so, way, so they used uh, an element of their failed messaging strategy to announce that they were killing off their failed smart home strategy. Got it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Very googly. Uh, Very googly indeed. The caveat is as go. <laughs> the caveat is like this: Google no longer provides software updates for these third-party smart displays. Lenovo Smart Display Seven Eight. 10 inch JBL Link View and LG Xboom AI ThinkQWK9. <laughs> okay, that that one deserved on, to be LG. killed just just based on the name. That was come on. Um, some would say so. When I was. Pitching the story to my editor, my editor asked, she said, like, did you see any of this coming? And I told her, I said, I mean, I saw it coming because I study the heck out of this platform. And, you know, I see how things have been gradually, you know, being downplayed in certain areas. But I was not coming to the conclusion that these third-party things would just be rendered useless because I was kind of hoping that Google would give us much more leeway or excuse me, runway than it did. (laughs) And that it would be like the Nest security cameras where they would continue to support and they would not require me to update. I knew about Fuchsia OS. I knew that the Nest devices were running Fuchsia OS. I knew this was a thing that was going to reserve for Google first-party hardware. I knew about the difference between Android things and Fuchsia OS, but I did not think again that it was going to be this soon that these things would essentially become deprecated. And I have four of these things in my house. I have two smart clocks and I have two smart displays. So what am I supposed to do now? And how do I get rid of these things? Like, do I e-waste recycle them? That feels like that's not really going to do anything for the planet. Like I, yeah. I, I don't know how to properly get rid of this stuff. And and I'm also a little annoyed because what Google essentially did, and I was talking about this with my husband when I was complaining about it, they used us to figure out where, I'm, look, I know this is like what tech companies do, but they used <laughs> us to figure out like where the consumer need was the most. And then they decided that rather than compete with the Echo shows and yeah, the Echo Show, I should say, because there's not really an Apple equivalent, um, that they were going to stick with a Nest smart display that would essentially be a wellness-focused gadget. Because now when you talk about the Nest devices, um, they're not necessarily just about like the smart home, you know, and even though they can give you content, it's not really about that. What it is is about the Soli chip that's on the inside that can like watch you sleep and can do all these, you know, wellness tracking things. Mm. And 
it's a much different trajectory than what we originally saw with these first gen smart displays remember that facebook also tried to have their own smart display and they were oh i know i have to get rid of the portal go now (laughs) (laughs) and they and they both uh, actually facebook amazon and google all like when they were rolling out these things imagined that hey that's how grandma and grandpa are going to talk to the grandkids with live video streaming through their smart smart devices that's how yeah they were my kid was talking to people and she was playing games, by the way, on that Lenovo smart display. She can't play that game anymore. Nice. I mean, the the good news is that it's not as though Google is like uh, refusing, uh, is cutting off all of these displays connection to Google servers. Like whatever whatever they do now, they will continue to do. They just aren't going to get any kind of updates. They're not going to get like new editions of like uh, uh, Google Duo. They're, they're not going to get basically whatever they can do now is exactly what they can do. And that that'll be it. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, so, but Andy, doesn't that turn them into a security hazard? Yeah, that's true. Especially, especially given that they have cameras. I, you, I, I and gotta... remember Lenovo already, got, sorry, the smart displays already got hacked. Eh. Remember they had that browser, uh, you could like go into a browser on the back end, and that could be exploited. Yeah. That's annoying. So I'm just thinking about stuff like this. Yeah. Um, it's not good folks. Like it, it, it's. It's really frustrating. Uh, and the other reason I'm really frustrated is because with all this stuff about like Bard and how it's, you know, <laughs> a new focus for the Google Assistant, it's like, okay, what happened to the smart home that I bought into? And as always, this is a perfectly functional piece of hardware. Like nothing, nothing has burned out on it. No, there aren't any capacitors that have leaked or anything like that. It's not as though the, it has good sound. Yeah, the speakers work. The screen hasn't mm-hmm. doesn't have like multicolored stripes on it because it got dropped or anything like that. This thing is going to become e waste just because, yeah, they you know, just because there's no other. Uh, I don't know. That's that's you and I, I think that most people will keep using it despite the because they aren't going to be very hip to the security problem. But for you and I, it's going to be. Oh, do I really want to trust something that is not? Be, not being actively supported and that's and that's yes. always a bummer I, I i feel the same way about like this is this is why i can't get excited about like uh, uh wireless in ear wireless earbuds because you get to use them for two years maybe three years and then like the batteries will no longer hold a charge or they'll swell up and you can't really replace them so you got to chuck them you got to chuck something that costs 230 dollars that just needs a new battery it's it's kind of offensive Sorry, everyone. I know we're supposed to make you super excited about all the gadgets that are coming to that you can spend money on, but you know, we're not playing know, the man's game. We're right. We're know. rewriting the rules right now, man. Speaking of rewriting, uh, Google <laughs> is officially deprecating the original drop cam. Mm. So the first gen Nest. So it was actually, so what happened is Google bought DropCam in 2014, and then they replaced that camera with the Nest branded ones that looked pretty much the same as the DropCam in 2015. I have those particular Nest branded ones still in my home, and those are still, uh, those are still supported as Good. far as we know. What's not supported is the very original DropCam. So that's officially donezo. And what's also officially done, though, is the Nest Guard. 
Nest Excuse secure, me. Nest secure. The Nest Secure, yeah. which includes the Nest Guard oh, and um, the home security system. Yeah. The, yeah, it was the whole home security system. It had like the Nest Guard and the motion sensors had their own name. But I had this, by the way, set up in my house, but I took it down because Google had stopped offering like professional monitoring for it. Now they have this partnership with ADT. They kind of were just like, why should we bother doing our own thing where we could just partner with the like, America's number one corporate <laughs> security, home security system. And so now ADT offers this whole like DIY, bring your own stuff and then just pay for the bill kind of uh, membership situation. Google will give you some money if this is something that you're interested in. Uh, let's see. It's $200, a $200 store credit to help you buy some new stuff. Yeah, there's it's like three they have three different offers for like if you have a Nest Secure home security system like the which cost 500 bucks when it was like brand new where uh if you are if you have a subscription to Nest Nest Secure they'll oh I'm sorry no uh, I'm sorry uh, backing backing up Nest Cams if you ha- if you have the original drop uh, drop cam and you're subscribing to like the extra security f- system where they keep your video for like 30 days, 60 days, whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can, you, they will have sent you an email and you can basically claim a replacement Google, uh, Google nest camera, mm-hmm. the wired indoor camera for no, no extra charge. If you're not subscribed, you can buy one for half price. Uh, they are also making an offer for the uh, people who have the nest secure where, uh, you can just swap it for like an equivalent ADT system mm-hmm. that includes the, uh, the, 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 the nest home screen thingy, whatever. Uh, and mm-hmm. if you don't want the new system, then they will give you a $200 Google store credit just to forget the whole thing and go away. Well, I will say that this strategy isn't bad because a lot of consumers will appreciate this. Like, yes, to, to you and me, like we know what this money is, but you know, People I mean, out there, well, you know, it's better than nothing. And to and to be exactly fair, and, and to be fair for all the stuff that we've been saying, a they 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 didn't have to like make these offers. We could it's it's our job to point out that if they it's it's very much in their best interests to like make these offers to people who are already paying this like eight to ten dollar right. a month. Because mm-hmm. if we give you a free camera, maybe you will continue to give us eight to ten dollars a month indefinitely. Uh, but they but they didn't necessarily have to do that. Also, this it's not as though they announced this in January and now here it is April. Uh, they, excuse me, they announced yeah. these products in January. And now here they are three months later. These are old. These are old technologies, uh, old pieces of hardware. They announced that they were stopping support for them, but Almost then they 10 said, years old. "Yeah," and they and they said not only, this, but even when they said like we're dropping support, so oh, but we'll but we will continue support your hardware for for like four years, and they went like five years or six years, so. It's but it's it's still it uh, again especially with the with the drop cam because one of the things I really liked about how they closed down Stadia was that not only did mm-hmm. they hey guess what every piece everything that you bought from us for Stadia we're gonna just ref- keep the hardware we'll refund your money also your wireless Stadia game controller that only works with Stadia we're pushing out one final firmware update that will turn it into a generic wireless game controller that should work with just about anything mm-hmm. and it really does feel like they could push out of a I have no inside knowledge of what the what the bootloader for a Dropbox camera was, but it would be a, it would be a good show. It, it it would be a very kind and friendly gesture if they pushed out an update that just turns that Dropbox into a standard USB camera. 
because again, it just bumps me. Yeah. Because one one of the great one of the great things about the drop the, the drop cams were that they're built really nicely. They're like they're not plastic. They're they're metal. The lenses are nice. It feels like a very satisfying thing. If you had decided to screw it into the wall on the on its base, it doesn't look like a cheap piece of plastic you got from aliexpress it feels like something a nifty thing that is you can actually put some trust in uh that's why i I did buy the nest version of it because it had the same sort of design notes the same kind of construction and so it again it just feels offensive to take something like that that is that was probably still working and and just chuck it out because security cameras are they're not like phones where you're interacting with them every single day and you have a personal relationship with them. All you really need is give me some sort of a good live video feed when I call upon it so I can take a look at what's going on in the backyard when I hear a noise there. And you don't necessarily care that it's a 10-year-old it's a 10-year-old uh, imaging chip so long as it can basically answer the question, was it the wind? Was it a raccoon? Was it Norman Bates? You know? <laughs> And so you know, it, it just bumps me out to, okay, but hey, it's e-waste. Oh, well. I, I know. Uh, maybe maybe Andy and I will put our heads together and figure out how we, we can recycle all this stuff. I will say that I have reviewed every one of the new Nest cameras. They are all really great. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy them. I have a couple of them sprinkled around my home. I also just uh, recently installed the floodlight camera oh, on nice. the side of the house. I got to tell you. Speaking of people coming through, uh, we've got a couple cats, two cats that have currently uh, laid stake to the territory in my backyard. You know, when they do that rubbing thing, it's them getting their scent over stuff. Uh, My car has been scented (laughs) out there by this this smoky gray cat. Um, So she has claimed it. I saw a possum the other night waddling through. Uh, And then there's this crow. There's this crow that every day... After my husband leaves to go take Mona to school, like comes in and starts pecking around for food around where the garbage cans are. Every single day between 8.30 and 9.30 (laughs) a.m. And that's the Nest Cam. I have this all on the Nest Cam. It's it's like (laughs) if, if you don't see if you don't have a backyard camera, you have to wait for it to snow. And then like overnight and then in the morning, you will see like the, you paw see the prints. trail, you will see exactly all kinds of different <laughs> kinds of critters that come and go throughout your, throughout your backyard mm-hmm. and where they come and go from. But when you have a camera, it's like, I, I do, can you, can you be honest with, can we all be honest with ourselves and saying that I honestly think that I've seen the crime statistics like countrywide and in my region that they're, they're trending downward and it's unlikely that someone is going to like, you know, break into my house from, from the backyard. I just, I just want to see the kitties. I want to see the kitties and the raccoons. That's honestly and the why foxes. it's back there. Yeah, it's I, I've been wanting to watch these cats that have been um, helping out the ecosystem in our overgrown backyard. <laughs> Removing, remove, dealing with the surplus of birds, and and well, no, I got to be careful with the birds because I put the bird buddy back out there, okay. and I want the birds to come. Yeah. and the cat scares the birds. Oh God, there's too much. This is what happens when you when you leave the city. This is no, no. This is this is this this makes, animal. This makes perfect gossip. sense. You've you've got your own like wild animal backyard version of Melrose Place down there, where it's like you can see all the clicks and all the friction happening and all the uh, the, the the ones who just bring nothing but drama. Then there's the one who mm-hmm. tries to be the peacekeeper, the one who tries to kill everybody. 
Always. That was Melrose Place, by the way. Melrose Place was the one that was like completely unhinged. It was, most of the storylines are unbelievable. Uh, I think that's, I think that does it for our show this week. I feel like that was really good. And, well, yeah, but there's a good beefy uh, bit of information. I thought, I, I think we had a good time. I think we had a lot of stuff to, to talk about. Um, we're going to continue to talk. I Now I'm springing this on you. Like normally, when, normally when we have uh, when we record our bonus episodes, like it's part of the show notes. We know what we're going to talk about. There is I, there's something that I've if you're something that I want to surprise you with, because oh, I want God. to ha- I okay. want to have your immediate reaction. I promise you, it is completely germane to like what we've been talking about, like with the with the drop cam, with the uh, Google okay. Google Google Home Secure. Uh, oh. it's, it's, it's just very, very good timing that I, that I, I, I got this thing and it arrived like this actual week. So if you were, if, if that's, that's, that's a bonus episode for our members. Uh, I hope that everybody enjoyed like the rest of the show too, but this is, this is, this is why like, I enjoy like the fact that we do these members only episodes like every single week, because there are things that are like, let's do something different now. This is, <laughs> we, we've been, we've been spending one hour and six minutes focused on like the news and analysis and stuff mm-hmm. like this. This is more like, Hey, we're, this is like, this is more like the encore where it's like, you know what? We're going to, we're going to, we're going to do the ska version of that great hit of ours from the early nineties. Cause yeah. Cause it's just, it's just something that when we rehearse, we tend to go into this version of it. And so, Hey, but again, I it's feel like, like that. I'll, 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 I've, I myself. Oh, it's a box. It is not just the box. Okay. It's what's inside the okay. box. Okay. 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 So we need to wrap this up because I want to see what's going on. Uh, if you are interested in Material One, which is what our members only feed is called, you can go to relay.fm slash material to find out more information about becoming a member of the Relay FM network. You can also find all of the past show notes that we have over there. Again, read. Relay.fm slash material is our website. Andy, could you please let everybody know, are you doing radio this week? I was supposed to be doing radio this week, but apparently the mayor of the city of Boston decided that, ooh, Andy is going to like spit some truth bombs to uh, to everybody this weekend and like break the patriarchy and uh, like uh, totally tear apart this whole capitalist nightmare that we've got. We can't have that. I'm going to make sure that I'm, I'm going to call I'm going to call WGBH and say that hey, can I have Andy's slot uh, on Thursday that you that he was preparing for? No, okay. It's it happens. Some, when when the when the mayor or or the governor uh, or the state district Attorney like needs some time, like on twenty four hours notice. Yeah, they it's it's it makes it makes sense that they get it. Uh, but Woof. so, but go to wgbhnews.org to see and hear uh, previous of my tech segments. Uh, we're probably going to be rescheduling for some time next week. So, and I've got another one after that. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk. Plenty of more opportunities for Andy. <laughs> I, thought, you, Andy. I, thought, I thought I'm bummed because I was like. I look forward to this like all week long. I know. And it's like there's and there was one 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 story in particular that I was really going to sink my teeth into and some and sometimes uh, uh, if I if I know well in advance that I'm definitely going to be doing this as a topic, I'll be like vacuuming and I will be not necessarily rehearsing, but I will like be doing my mm-hmm. first draft of saying, you know, but what mm-hmm. you have to understand is that doesn't XYZ doesn't well, oh, there must be a simple way of saying that. I'll say not XYZ, but there's one really important thing. Oh, that's good. Brilliant, brilliant, wonderful, wonderful. Oh, this is gonna be great. And it's like, oh uh gosh, there was this huge blizz. There's, there's like a huge 
blizzard scheduled that's uh, was predicted for tomorrow so we're we're canceling your birthday party we're going to mail all your presents to you tonight so you'll have all your birthday presents uh and so it's like okay thank oh yeah i, I totally understand i don't want anybody to like get in any accidents on the but it's like but i was looking forward to my birthday party all week long I was, I, feel I was, that. I was going to have like the, I was going to have my digital piano out, like with the, with some laundry casually draped over it as if, as though like I didn't want someone to notice that I have a nice digital piano and they say, Oh, you have a digital, do you play? I say, Oh, well, I wouldn't say what I do is play, but I do. And I'll be pretend <laughs> that they'll urge me to play something and I'll play this thing I've been rehearsing for the past six weeks. So I'd God, play something for my friends, <laughs> but that's fine. I don't want people to get into accidents on I-93. That's fine. Now we know Andy's mo. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I can I share a story that uh, that I that I heard about uh, Gershwin? Uh, I, George Gershwin. Okay. Uh, so he was like in Hollywood, and he was like one of the uh, most desired guests at every single like party at these rich people and rich producers like houses because hey and at some point george gershwin will like just make you'll, you'll have your that, that big grand piano that you bought when you made when you built this mansion and maybe george will like you know go and play the piano for all your guests and it might be ira gershwin but whatever uh, and so <laughs> and so there's there's one there was this one host that was like you know what i mean i we love Ira Gershwin. He's he's wonderful and he's so kind. I can't believe that everyone just like forces him to play to entertain for the guests. But he should just be relaxing and just enjoying the party like anybody else. You know what? We're not going to ask him. We're just going to we're just going to make sure that Ira has a good time, just like all of our guests have a good time. And then so it was a big party. This party was a success. And then it got back to the host that like someone asked Ira, so what do you think of that guy's party? He's like, it was horrible. He he had this amazing piano, but he he didn't invite me to go oh play my it. God. I just had to look at it all evening. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. That <laughs> this this is this is why <sighs> I am not I'm not confident about any social decision that I ever make. It's like I thought I was being kind. Actually, I offended the hell out of him. And now he thinks that. Andy doesn't. The last thing Andy wanted to hear all night was me playing his piano all night long. What? Who the hell does he think he is? I'm Ira Goddamn Gershwin. I know you're Ira Gershwin. I'm sorry. I thought I was being nice. I'll send you a box of pears or something, and then you find out that he's allergic to pears or whatever. Oh my god! This is my why I stay is inside. Actually allergic to stone fruit, by the way. Don't ah. ever send him stone fruit. <laughs> I feel like this is a good time for us to just slip out and say goodbye so everybody be safe be happy be healthy and we'll see you next week toodly boo 